Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new season, season three of Knights of Evening Star. I'm your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock Humes. You might know me from my show, High Rollers, various other little things that I've done on the internet. And I'm joined by four exceptional players uh, who have joined me for two seasons so far. Uh, I'm joined by Mika Burton, Anna Prosser, Nate Sharp, and Jonathan Indovino, a.k.a. Shady Penguin. Uh, welcome, friends. Welcome to a brand new season. We had a very sort of, uh, ex- a bit of an extended season two, <laughs> wrapping out some big epic dungeon stuff that went on. But now we're here with a fresh new start. How is everyone? Great. Ready to roll some dice. Doing yeah. Ready? Let's do it. Everybody's ready. Couple of quick things before we get started. First of all, a big thank you to all of you guys out there, all of you for watching. Uh, Thanks to you guys, we got renewed for season two and we're back for season three. And it really is just because you guys support the show and watch it and talk about it and tell wizards that you really enjoy it. So please keep that up. Keep telling them how much you enjoy the show. Tell your friends to come watch it. But also just a big thank you from us uh, for doing that. That's really awesome. Uh, The other one is this season's going to be featuring content from Candlekeep Mysteries. Uh, which if you've not checked out yet is a collection of all different adventures uh, based on books within the library of Candlekeep one of which I wrote and that's the one we're going to be playing in this uh, session so uh, we're going to be doing that we're going to be checking out my adventure it's called The Price of Beauty you can read it if you want to try and spoil yourself but I will be making some changes I will be making some changes to it because these guys need to have a little, some little wild cards thrown in there. Uh, and then the last thing to mention, and we'll do a quick roundup going around with everybody. It'd probably be a good idea to have everybody do a reminder of who you are. But also one thing I forgot to mention at the end of season two was you guys level up. Uh, so we are now all level 10 and team are all level 10. And yeah, if we do do a really quick kind of like who you are, well, what your, who, who your character is and then, you know, what, you know, changes or cool things you've got from level 10 and we will start because i know he's so excited about it we'll start with mr nate uh who are you what are you playing nate and tell us about your new level so i'm playing clive of the wild main he is a leonin barbarian uh wild magic man and uh so every time he rages there's a random magic effect and now at level 10 when I take damage or fail a save while raging, I get to consult that table and roll again. So I am a lion that's going to be shooting lasers all the time. <laughs> and it's just going to be different crazy effects going off pretty much every round if it's at whenever you take damage, because I'm pretty sure Clive takes damage every oh, yeah. round. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like all sorts of nonsense going on. Nice. Clive is so stoked to get hurt now. And lots of hit points, a big max max hit point roll as well. So lots of lots of HBs. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anna, tell us about you and your level up. I play Agnes Crownsilver, who is a noble wood elf, who is a circle of wildfire druid. So I like to set things on fire, even though sometimes that doesn't go super well for me. But the only thing that changes other than HP for Agnes is I now have cauterizing flame which means I can use dead creatures to either do more damage to other people or bring health to them. So basically, if someone dies, I can set them on fire and then you guys can warm yourselves by the fire and get a ton of HP. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Or you can do more damage as well. Right, exactly. I could could set up basically like corpse landmines, I guess. Nice. Very, I'm not sure quite yet how Agnes feels about this, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll always we can always flay we can always reflavor abilities in certain ways and things I mean, like that. So what more honorable way to treat a corpse than to send it back 
to, to the, the earth, earth with cauterizing flames. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And explode it. them in precarious places. Yeah. <laughs> To heal your friends yeah. with mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. ashes? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. quite know how it works, but it's it does. It's the circle of life, Mark. There it is. The circle. <laughs> anyway, before we get uh, copyright struck, uh, <laughs> Shady, who are you playing? Please. Tell us about your level. I'm playing uh, Tarkal Crown Silver, who was a once woodsman rogue, now an adopted noble, essentially, uh, and has been working alongside all of the nobles and advisors to lead Evening Star. Uh, at level nine rogue, because I'm a warlock and rogue, but I decided to go and level up rogue at the end of last season, I gained infiltration expertise, which I did not know oh. was a thing until now. And Tarkal has very big plans for this, but essentially I spend 25 gold in a week and I can unfailingly make uh, basically a disguise false identity for myself. Whoa. And I fool everyone until they have reason to believe otherwise. So, very very cool very, very cool. assassin yes uh, very assassin i love it uh fantastic and then last but certainly by no means least he could burn hi i play azara mithras she is a level seven uh sorcerer and level three cleric we put the new level into cleric uh she is of the blue blooded dragon sorcerer variety which means she likes lightning and she is a tempest cleric and she prays to the elven winged god Erdrifania, which means that she now has a spiritual weapon which is very exciting um like the whole reason was good i put a level into cleric is because i wanted a spiritual <laughs> weapon and i'm not going to spoil what it looks like but i'm very excited about it and it's very nerdy very cool. And uh, yeah, Tempest Cleric and Storm Sorcerer, or like lightning-based sorcerer, mm -hmm. go very well together, as we found out in Season 2, the end of <laughs> they, Season 2, where sure Azara do. is pumping out like 60 damage, guaranteed, um, which you know, is when you very can fun to see. max a lightning level, but then being a lightning dragon, you get extra lightning damage. Extra lightning damage on Super top. Super nice. Very, very good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, perfect. Well, that's everybody leveled up, uh, everybody kind of thing. We'll do uh, a quick recap of things that happened. There is going to be a little bit of a kind of uh, quickly summing things up and traveling back to Evening Star just to kind of kick new things off. Um, but apart from that, is everybody ready to roll some dice and play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, yeah. I do have a quick housekeeping question. Uh, yes, by all means. Should I do that now before the or after? Do that now. Okay. Uh, we got things at the end of the dungeon, and I... I'm dumb and forgot to write them down. I know we got armor. Oh, I certainly hope stuff. somebody wrote them down. No! I certainly hope someone did, because otherwise they'd left behind in the ruins. No, no, dissolved no. into the shadow. What if fell. I go back and watch the episode and then write <laughs> it down? How, how about this, uh, Mika I Burton? totally if wrote by... it down, so I'll tell you next week. Yeah, but if by next week okay. uh, you, it's yeah. written in your notes, then yeah. maybe. So, okay, okay. You know. Uh, um, teacher, teacher will check the homework next week to no, see okay. if it's done. And then, um, has it been a month since we've been gone? Uh, no. Okay, cool. No, it has been a couple of days, as we will get okay. to. Okay. Um, all right. So, last time on Night's Evening Sun, season two, uh, Agnes and Tarkle Crown Silver, Azara Mithras, and Clive of the Wild Main investigated an old Cormirian castle in the Tempest Valley in search of a family relic for Lady Vanifer Braywinter. The journey took unexpected turns when the castle was clearly enshrouded in a mysterious magical darkness. After meeting Lady Cecilia Braywinter, a mage who had saved herself by trapping her soul in a gemstone and learning about Castle Braywinter's misfortune, the party traveled into the Shadowfell, a plane of death and dismay, in order to finish her work 
an enchanted lantern, the very same that Lady Vanifer had sent them to find. A weapon designed to stop Cecilia's brother, Raedrin Braywinter, who sought to use the Shadowfell's energy for themselves. After meeting with the Raven Queen and helping a camp of forlorn angels, the party faced off against Raedrin, who had partially transformed himself into a shadow dragon. With the relic, the Dark Light in hand, and the party's own abilities, they overcame the threat. And now they return to Evening Star after a much, much harrowing experience than intended and are in need of a well-deserved rest. Uh, and we will have you guys simply arrive. There are no, um, there are no d encounters on the way back. Uh, Castle Braywinter, once the shadows and the the power of the Shadowfell was destroyed by Raedrin, the castle took on simply an air of abandonment, of emptiness, of stillness. The spirits, the undead, seemingly vanished with the destruction of Raedrin and the Shadowfell portals. No longer any gateways that remain in place. It simply became an old, cold ruin. What about I Shroud? Will say, I was going to say, there are two <laughs> things that I'm certain you would not leave behind. One was a certain magical quiver that you were promised by the two elven ghosts, uh, the two ghosts that you had encountered early on, uh, which turns out to be a... Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this. It's like Elhana's Quiver or something like that. I need to look up the actual magic item name. Um, but it's a magical quiver that allows you Does to anyone... store... Sorry. Go. Does anyone use a bow and arrow except me? Nope. Ha! Huh? I'll take go. it. So uh, if you check it out, I'll, I'll try and find it, Anna, and I'll give you the full name. But I believe it's like called Elhana's Quiver or something like that. Okay. Um, uh, look at that. Uh, the other one is, yes, Shroud, who is a partially ethereal horse, uh, seems to be the only creature that did not vanish away uh, when the castle was destroyed, perhaps because they were on the cusp, on the outskirts of the castle itself, um, but they still remain in place. And I would assume that you would lead such a fine and magical beast back to Evening Star. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Uh, any... Does... Does Shroud still look the same? Yes, although you would notice that the etherealness is perhaps not as pronounced. It looks like this is maybe an ability that can be done less now, um, but still has some element of etherealness to them. In the right light, they would perhaps appear as just a very dark black stallion horse. In When light is properly shone on them, you can see it passes through and they're, they're actually kind of partially transparent. Um, but okay. in, say, in, in, say, shadows or in dim light, they would just appear as a dark and mysterious looking horse. Um, can, can, is it he? Can he be ridden? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ag he'll let Agnes ride him because Agnes was the one who sort of befriended him before, um, mm -hmm. but certainly does not seem keen on allowing strangers or others uh, approach. Uh, he's quite wary of others uh, around. Uh are there any other questions before we travel back to evening? So, or things that you would like to do on the return journey or after Raedrin's defeated? We kind of had to rush things to an end at the end of the last episode because uh, of big epic combats. So now is the time. We still have Cecilia in a crystal, right? You do, yes. In your bags, in fact, Azara, right. you still have the, uh, the homunculus Gizzit uh, who clutches a little notebook and a small gemstone as well as the skull the 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 last piece right. of remains for lady cecilia uh yeah i think i'm good clive or tarkle 
I think the only thing I would do is if I see Agnes get that quiver, the special quiver, it'll bring a light bulb to my head and I'll uh, approach her, I guess, and just be like, oh, sister, I've been meaning to give this to you because I, I haven't used it once. And uh, I feel like you would make much better use of it. And I want to give her the guild, the guiding light, the bow that I have, the Galathalur. Whoa. <laughs> Galathea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ga Galathea. Yeah. yeah. So she can the have that and it can leave my inventory. Yeah, it's a custom item, so you should be able to search for it, because I think uh, Shady's got it. Uh, and the quiver is called the Quiver of Elhona. The, this version is actually technically a quiver of Maliki, which is a goddess, a unicorn goddess. Um, it is emblazoned cool. with a Maliki's holy symbol on it. But it is, it is the same thing as a quiver of Elhona. E-H-L-O-N-N-A. Um, cool. Seeing that, I think since this sword hates Azara... Uh, swapping all these items around yeah uh uh she's gonna walk up to clive and kind of hand it out and say i don't like martial weapons let's take it how do how does it look compared to my morning star um well i i, I won't make any judgments for clive's taste in aesthetics <laughs> um uh, I would say so. the The way it was described is it is a very finely made longsword. It's it's clearly made with expert craftsmanship. The hilt is in the style of a black dragon. So the pommel is like the black dragon's head with a pair of rubies for eyes. Um, it's all black, like lacquered. Uh, the the guard is like a pair of grasping claws that have been shaped around. Um, there's like dark runes etched into the blade uh, that give it its name, which I believe is um. Eben Scorn, yeah, yeah. Eben Scorn, um, yeah. Uh, whether Clive likes that or not, uh, I will say that as Azar, like it is a plus one weapon. It is a plus one longsword. Uh, there may be other elements to it, but certainly what has been identified is that it is a magical longsword plus one. I'll hold on to it. Sure. Uh, it does require attunement if you wish to fully attune to it uh, and gain its benefits. Sure. Let's, sure. let's okay. do that on the way back. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think I... Because I think Azara hadn't fully attuned to it, so I don't think I'd put the stats into D&D Beyond yet. I will do that, though, uh, for next time. But for now, you just need to know it's a plus one longsword. Um, cool. That's all you, all you need to know. Uh, cool. All right. Agnes is um, kind of like like patting her bag. Like, I, what, I really feel like I should kind of return the favor, but I... Uh, uh, She's like looking. She doesn't have any weapon that would make sense for Tarkal, and she she's like, "I owe you one." That's fine. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, anything from anyone else? Otherwise, we will just have you guys arrive back in Evening Star. I do have one thing: the dark light. Um, mm -hmm. Cecilia gave it to me just because of our bond, where she kept possessing my body. Right. Yeah, but you don't, don't have to keep it. I think that, like, as we're traveling back, Agnes would offer it to Azara and be like, I really think you might be able to make better use of this. And honestly, I kind of feel like we only found it because of all of your scholarship. So do you want it? I wouldn't mind it, but Lady Cecilia did trust you with it, and you held your own in battle. So, really, you think so? I do. Thanks. So why don't you hold on to it, and if it needs to be researched or anything else, I'll 
take it from there. Deal. Okay. The journey back to Evening Star is uneventful. Uh, it took you about a day and a half to reach uh, the Tempest Valley. It takes you about a day and a half to travel back. The roads, nothing seems out of the ordinary. You do not come back to fires or cries of alarm or any signs <laughs> of danger. Uh, you return to smiling faces of the people of Evening Star, um, people beginning to just, yeah, uh, prepare their their farms for the summer, uh, making sure that everything is good to go. Uh, a few grazing animals out onto the grassy plains, um, people beginning to prepare wares to trade in the big cities. Uh, but everything so far seems to be as you left it. Um, when you do return uh, to Star Watch Keep, the keep that overlooks Evening Star from... Uh, on high across the river uh there are your seneschal dusk a purple tiefling with one broken horn um and uh, uh no longer pretending to limp he does not bother uh carrying his cane or any such thing anymore he just kind of walks about as normal um is waiting for you uh when the kind of guards give word that you are on your way back um elissa your knight captain your blade captain um is also waiting uh they you know offer you proper appropriate responses and uh, and greetings uh Alyssa with a firm salute to her lord and nobles whereas dusk offers a deep bow uh welcome back my lords and ladies i'm pleased to see that you have returned to us uh and hopefully things went well on your little endeavor i wouldn't call it a little endeavor but i would oh. say it went well Oh, my apologies, my lady. I, from your our last discussions, you thought that it would be a, a but a brief moment to nip in and find this heirloom. I take it there was perhaps more to it then. Well, a if you bit. call talking to the Raven Queen and going into another plane, uh, more to it then yes, there was more to it. Elissa <laughs> looks shocked. Dusk doesn't. Uh, Dusk, <laughs> I certainly would call that uh, more to it, uh, Magister. Well, you'll be, I, I have uh, food and beds. We can have those prepared for you in a moment if you need to rest, but we can have meal uh, and everything else. Uh, Lady Agnes, uh, there is a letter and a package uh, for you. It arrived um, just this morning, in fact. Uh, but the rest of you, uh, I'm afraid that I have no news. Uh, Lady uh, Captain, my apologies, Captain Alyssa does have a brief uh, military report. Uh, but apart from that, there is no real news apart from this package that arrived to share with you. Things have been progressing well. Agnes is like, like cartoonishly looking at uh, Azara and how, <laughs> how Azara is reacting to Alyssa. Like uh, Captain Alyssa, we would we would love that report right now. Uh, of course, yes, of course, uh, of course, your ladyship. Uh, I think that perhaps Mister is it Mister Wildmane, Mister <laughs> Clive, Clive. What do it's you prefer, Clive of the Wildmane? <laughs> Then I believe that Clive of the Wildmane, I would appreciate your uh, input and suggestions on this as well. We are no longer our previous commander, if you will, is no longer here. I do not have uh, many people to discuss lot. strategy. I've had with. lots of them. She smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the weak one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it seems that, do you remember before you departed for this uh, endeavor, this this request that you had, uh, my scouts had found that there was a strange floating tower in the mountains to the northeast, and there was a large group of orcs who appeared to be trying to build their way up to it. 
my scouts came back with a following report uh, shortly after you left. It seems that the orcs have stopped construct. They've stopped whatever construction they were attempting. They seem to be involved in some sort of um, ritual or perhaps a, some sort of religious ceremony or, or celebration of some sorts. Uh, but it does give us a bit of time. It seems uh, they are no longer constructing this 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 device to reach this floating tower, uh, which I believe is good news for us. It does give us a moment's respite and a brief moment of time. Um, but that is still a concern that we must be aware of. Uh, I am also uh, I have a team ready to head towards the mine that uh, our our stonemason offered. I believe that they should be more than capable to take care of uh, whatever may lurk within the shadows of the mine. Uh, I just need your approval to send them send them onwards. Uh, Tarkal will like nod, but then he'll look at Agnes to make sure. Like Agnes is already looking at Tarkal, and then yeah. we'll look at Azara. <laughs> Azara will kind of like give the like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that sounds Majesty, good. Uh, this is uh, Alyssa. Uh, this is Alyssa. I know my voice always sounds the same. But this <laughs> is Alyssa. That sounds good. Alyssa. That's fine. Um, it's the I wish I could sound like a cool female orc, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Alyssa will look at Azara and Clive, uh, especially this matter of the floating tower. I'm slipping into dust because you've said it now, Shady. <laughs> this matter mean? of the floating tower, it's because you said it and now it's stuck in my brain. Uh, this matter of the floating tower, uh, Magister Azara, if you have the time, it would be useful to see if there is anything you know of or if we have any records this obviously seems magical in nature uh, and also miss clive of the wild main have you encountered orcs much do you know much of their uh, military matters or or such or best ways to combat them if they choose to become aggressive let's roll to find out <laughs> i love that <laughs> apparently i know lots of them well, then I would know? appreciate... <laughs> uh, perhaps we can discuss it over some strategy meetings. We can have a discussion on your preferred tactics and, and methodologies. Well, I will say, assume that the tactics go in swinging. Right, right. Well, perhaps just some accounts of your previous battles with them. Right. That will give I'll us tell you about to... the one time I went in swinging. <laughs> and then they died. <laughs> she looks... Alyssa looks at Azara with just a why do I bother <laughs> expression. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. I will have the team dispatched to the mines and we will continue monitoring the tower to the north. Until then, uh, there is not really much else to report. Um, we've not had any attacks or there have not been, there's not been much news of banditry or the like on the high road. Uh, it seems that things are peaceful for at least a moment. Uh, before Alyssa turns to go away, Azara will go, uh, oh, um, uh, Blade, Blade yes, Captain, um, if you would like to discuss the magical properties of such floating towers, possibly over tea uh, later this evening, after I've unpacked, I will be free. She kind of uh, brushes like her long dark hair, and it's like, <clears throat> yes, that seems um, a very suitable use of our time, Magister. Awkward, awkward shifting apart. That's uh, uh, cute. It is. Uh, you can see Dusk is also quite is smiling, like kind of smirking to himself. Uh, not to interrupt things, um, Lady Agnes. I have your package uh, in your. Oh yeah. 
in the keep as well. Uh, and yes, a dinner. I will have uh, I will have Nigel and uh, and 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 the team uh, get uh, a meal suitable for you. Uh, but come, come, you are home now, and it's time uh, it's time to relax and uh, take take the weight of the world off of your shoulders. Uh, and he will make his way back into the keep as well. I'll go of looking course, for that package. Clive is very much welcomed. Uh, your you've got your your fellows uh, nearby. Um, yeah, I'd I'd want to check in with them. Sure. God, I need to remember their names. <laughs> it's like been so long. We were in the Shadowfell for so long. We were in the Shadowfell for so long. <laughs> uh, I've got them here. Baragon and Erez. That's it. I've got them in my big master sheet. Right. Okay. Uh, so. Um, what does everyone want to do individually? So Agnes obviously is going to go check out this package, but do does anybody else have any other plans or things that they would like to do? As like straight up with a hand up, Mika. It's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> um, I would probably take the crystal to mm-hmm. Lee. God, we've been in the shadow boat for so long. <laughs> um, I take a take the crystal and the homunculus up to the tower and kind of. Uh, brief Sarah Lee on what happened and everything that we went through and kind of ask her to start researching restoration magic or like Mm -hmm. any probably forbidden spells to resurrect the dead uh yeah I think like Sarah Lee I won't role play the full thing because I want to grab to get to some other stuff but I mean Sarah Lee will will say you know resurrection magic isn't forbidden Uh, you know things like necromancy are frowned upon because that's raising them as undead creatures but things like miracle you know bringing the dead back to life is certainly possible and if this and she says if this is the if this is a powerful mage of you know 500 years ago Mm -hmm. it's highly likely that the the queen queen raedra would want to know about it and she would be in the position to have a priest or somebody who can probably perform that sort of miracle um because that sort of thing is very rare to bring back somebody who died so long ago takes exceptionally powerful magic but if anybody can find that the queen is somebody who has access to those resources then Um, i would spend the rest of the time probably like before dinner crafting a very mm -hmm. uh political yet kind message Hmm. informing her that we found this the Cecilia mm-hmm. um, and you know not not so much saying favor for a favor but just saying mm-hmm. you know we, we went through much trouble to to get this well I think yeah you can you can kind of angle it as a this lady Cecilia has knowledge of our history firsthand mm-hmm. you know very powerful blah 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 the the town of evening star would be grateful for any uh donations or support that you could offer us in exchange for you know exactly. just recovering this yeah exactly in her it's very a azara kind of way mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. a very perfect azara thing to do cool all right uh tarkal or clive anything while you guys while uh that's going on um tarkal would just want to visit um oh we've been in the shadow shadowfall for so long oh, in the shadowfall for so long. <laughs> um uh shrooms they hulda hulda, hulda. Uh, would want to visit Hulda and actually is just asking if there's anything that she can give me to um, cleanse the memories of the shadow fell almost, you know, like I have a lingering, you know, that traumatic moment 
just seeing oh, if there's anything. Yeah, else. I think that, you know, uh, again, I don't want to role play it too much because yeah, we're not on with stuff, but mm-hmm. I think that Holder, you know, for the first time, Holder's normally, you know, they're a very sort of easygoing, like, oh, yes, and they don't take things. But they're, they're, they're kind of, they're worried, you know, when you go and tell them about this. Um, they tell you that they don't have anything to hand, but they will certainly start looking into it. They can probably give you some aid for sleep, but... I think that they would say to you that you need rest. You need time to process that everything that's gone on, you need a chance to unwind. Um, and maybe there may be others out there who can, who can help you. Um, and Holder will definitely do their best. Uh, they will try and find some sort of cure, but for the time being rest good, you know, keep, keep your sister close, keep your friends close. Um, don't be alone, you know, as much as possible, like, you know, general sort of like advice and they, they promise to help you uh, as soon as they can, but they don't have any like potions or mixtures or anything like that to, gotcha. to immediately age you. Okay, cool. um, but there's worry, there's worry there. And then they come back with black tar heroin and they say, this will cure all <laughs> your this woes. This will be fine. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, it won't. Um, Clive, uh, Baragon and Erez uh, have been enjoying themselves immensely. Uh, Erez, not so much. Erez doesn't enjoy anything. She is the kind of hunter prowler. She's probably been like hunting wildlife in the woods and has been keeping up a very healthy stock of fresh deer and uh, things like that and boars and stuff from the the forest. Uh, Baragon has been having a wonderful time with the various soldiers and people in amongst the town. Um, just living the high life and he's become quite a bit of a quite a beloved figure around the town in the last couple of days nice uh anything you want to do in specifically apart from just catch up with those guys um no i think that'd be it just catching up seeing what's seeing how things are going yeah um Erez, i think the one thing that Erez does say is that uh she would probably because you're here to kind of evaluate the the nobles of evening star she baragon will kind of tell you that the people love the crown silvers they love the crown silvers they love magister azara they've done wonders for the town it's you know they're very popular here and so they 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 have like the respect and love of the people Erez will tell you that uh militarily martially the town is at great risk. There's no, the, the keep is well defended, but the, the village has no walls. The people here don't know how to fight. Uh, this place, if it were attacked, would be a, a prime target. This is the kind of place that she would ransack for supplies if she were an enemy coming here to attack it. Um, she kind of gives you more of a tactical assessment. Definitely just assume that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Agnes, when you head up into your room in Starwatch Keep, uh, delicately laid out on the table for you, still wrapped up, um, is a large package wrapped up in a kind of linens with ropes. Um, there are ornate silks uh, in your in the crown silver colors, blue and silver, um, but with a little little ribbon of orange kind of woven in between it all as well. Um, and the crown silver seal is stamped on the letter and on the package uh, wrapping as well. Um, very delicately written. I would say that Agnes would recognize that this immediately uh, is the handiwork of your father. Uh, your mother is not the careful, beautifully packaging things type. She would be much more pragmatic and, uh, and uh, uh, worldly. Uh, your father is the artiste uh, and is very much the sort of, you know, does things very properly and very carefully type. Um, and this 
very much rings true of his sort of thing. Agnes will kind of shake her head at the like unnecessary cost and luxury, but also smile and appreciation of the care that her mm -hmm. dad artistically puts into these things. And she'll open the letter first. Yeah. The other thing is, is the, the, the orange ribbon must be something that he's purposely done specifically for Agnes because the crown silver colors are blue and silver. They wouldn't normally include like an accent like that. So he's, he's very much tailored it, you know, for, for Agnes. That definitely uh, the letter, a smile. Uh, the letter reads, my daughter, I hope you are well in your new position and your lands are prospering. I know you feel the role of nobility is unnecessary, italicized, underlined. But I hope that your new position will show you why the nobility of Cormir still stands after the centuries. Whilst nobility and leadership may have their benefits, they have their burdens too. Heavy is the head that wears a crown. Still, I did not write to debate the nature of your position or status. After hearing about your recent endeavors in Arabelle and your success with Evening Star, I specifically wanted to write and ensure you are looking after yourself, both in body and in mind. Not only is it important for yourself, but for those around you and under your care as well. If you are under stress, if your body is unwell, you may fail in your responsibilities. In addition, leadership requires creativity, and creativity cannot flourish without well-being. As such, I have included a rare book from the Crown's library that should help you and Tarkle look and feel your best, as fitting as Crown Silvers. It was quite popular amongst the lords and ladies a century ago, but I believe it should still be of great use. Be well, make us proud. Father. That's a smart guy. The whole, he's, like, he's a scholar. Care. Yeah, he's or, you're, yeah. He, he's like a scholar and an artist and a sculptor. You know, he's very in touch with like himself and his feelings. He's very arrogant and very noble as well. You know, he's an elf in this artistic nature. But yeah, he's a smart, smart fella. Uh, your your mother is definitely the the brawn and the adventurous one out of the two. So there's an alternating like Agnes sees the truth in this, but a lot of the like you know, look your best, play the part. She's like rolling her eyes, like, ah, meh, 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 meh. but she will take the little orange ribbon and kind of like affix it to her belt in a cute little sure. decorative way. Mm -hmm. um, and then she'll take the book to Tarkal. Well, and, when oh. you unwrap the book, uh, the book itself, when you see it is very noticeable you know when you undo the packaging and you open up the book uh the book itself is quite a large thick tome but it's beautifully engraved and covered it's like a green leather surrounded with gold uh embossings and filigree but most striking is in the very middle of the front cover of this this ornate green and gold book is a mirror it's like a, an oval mirror set into the front of the book and it's decorated in a way that the frame looks like um hair spilling down around the face um almost like you were looking into a portrait of a of a you know a person with long hair's face um and it says on the spine uh, in very elegant elvish script the price of beauty agnes will hold it up and like make a face in the mirror Okay, when you do that, uh, <laughs> you see your face appears, but then 
it kind of swirls and shifts and your face becomes the face of a uh you can't tell uh, specifically a race but a very fair-skinned uh woman with red hair you know kind of like fiery red hair similar to yours but different um and as it appears she looks back at you and the book the mirror speaks to you well met dearest one how are we feeling today Agnes will kind of like turn over the book and look at the back, shake it a little bit. Uh, Doesn't seem to be, nothing happens to the woman's uh, face, uh, but is something wrong? Well, books don't normally talk to me. I was created in order to aid those who wish to improve themselves or relax and find peace, to love themselves and the others around them. What's your name? I don't have a name. Everyone should have a name. I was created to aid those in loving themselves and those around them, to make them feel and look their best. Bear, spine, ship, large, noodle. I'm sorry, dear. I didn't understand what you just said. I didn't think so. She'll just tuck it under her arm mm-hmm. and yeah, go... Yeah, the face, as soon as it pulls it away from yours, the face disappears. <laughs> she thinks this is pretty funny. So she's going to take it, and her goal is to, like, huddle with uh, Azara first to mm-hmm. be like, look at this book, lol, and what is it? But lol. then also to show it to Tarkal and be like, See, this is the idiotic stuff that noble families think is important. But she's just going to kind of tromping and giggling to herself as she carries this book. Like back to the main hall, assuming everyone's going to come for dinner eventually. Yeah, I think that like certainly the, the, you know, the meal is a great chance to kind of get everybody together um, and kind of bring it down. (laughs) If she sees Clive first, she'll just hold the mirror up to his face to see what happens. Okay, yeah uh do well should we say then that like basically everybody kind of reconvenes at dinner time and that's like you know when agnes comes downstairs after kind of playing with the book you come downstairs and everybody's kind of there it's probably going to make things easier um so yeah like you come in and you can see uh baragon erez uh clive are all sat down uh dusk uh nigel are there kind of plating up everything for the food uh blade captain Alyssa is there um azara probably with captain Alyssa probably just had your tea uh and now are coming in for the meal and and Tarkle is coming in from coming from evening star from holders um and so yeah you you kind of come down and everybody's kind of getting ready and in position uh for the evening meal uh, as uh, to everybody else agnes looks i'm guessing giddy and like giggling and laughing to herself <laughs> um as she comes in yeah she's just gonna kind of like hold it at clive's face to see what happens okay so yeah clive you you agnes points this book in your direction you see a mirror you see briefly your own face and then it shifts to this red-haired woman well met dearest one how are you feeling today oh i'm doing all right how about yourself i am so pleased to hear that you are feeling well is there anything that i can do would you like to see how you would look with a different haircut oh no need can't change perfection lass I'm so happy to hear that. Loving yourself is an important step in loving life. Uh, and the, the woman fades. The woman fades from the book. Seemingly happy with Clive's answer. 
uh, I think Azara would have heard this from across the you table. You all, like, everybody's, yeah. like, yeah. looking at this exchange. After Clive this happens, is, like, Agnes specifically least... holds it up at Azara, like, <laughs> uh, Azara will immediately cast Detect Magic. Uh, Clive was, like, yeah. not the least bit phased or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, conversation you both, whatever. ended. He's just like, <laughs> Well, also, I think because Clive comes from the Feywild, this kind of book, yeah, like all, like all the uh, all the Fey have stuff like this. This is no big deal. Like, yeah, I think that's totally like you know he's seen stuff like this before. Right. And also, Clive's Clive. He thinks he's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, uh, Azara, you cast detect magic, um, mm-hmm. and sure enough, yeah, this book very heavily enchanted. Enchanted. Uh, it's enchanted with illusion and enchantment magic. Uh, and this is just know, the front cover, by the way. Right. So far, Agnes hasn't opened the book. This is just the front cover. <laughs> Have I encountered already. anything like this? Huh? Have I encountered anything like this? Like what I know about talking books or... I mean, talking books, there's always stories about right. wizard spell books enchanted to talk and, you know, people's spirits being bound in them and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that there is the great library of Candlekeep that has many kind of fantastic books with all sorts of magical enchantments and effects. Um, normally, those books are kept under lock and key in Candlekeep over in the Sword Coast, but it's not unheard of for such things to make their way into Cormir or to other lands. Uh, sensing that this is a pretty harmless book, just a chant and illusion as our will kind of smile and be like, did your dad send you a self-help book? It seems so. He, he said some things that made sense. You know, you must take care of yourself in order to take care of others. Certainly. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said this was a very popular book, even a century ago among nobles. And what well, that tells me is that it's probably completely outdated. Well, have you tried, a new hairstyle. Agnes holds it up to her face. Well met, dearest one. How can I help you today? <laughs> uh, what does Azara's hair look like again? Is it blue? It's like a silvery blue. What would I look like with that hair? She turns <gasps> it toward Azara. A fabulous color and design. I don't believe it would match your shades. You are more of a warm tone, my dear, but we can certainly try it. And the, the image reverts back to your face, Agnes, and the hair shimmers to change to match Azara's. Um, it, I mean, it, it would look as you imagine it to look, Agnes with Azara's hair. It, <laughs> it, it probably doesn't quite match. You know, it is kind of warm tones and cool tones, you know, merging, but uh, yeah, it's up to you whether you like it or not. Well, well, what... What would look good on my warm tones? Oh, a wonderful burnished golden highlight, perhaps. And then it shimmers. It goes back to your red, but now with streaks of almost golden hair and braids kind of flowing through it. Or perhaps something more of a natural brown, and it shimmers once again. Um, Keeping the same sort of style, but just changing the colors and things like that. What about How does this make you feel? Uh, Unsure. Well, that is why I am here, my dear, to help you explore all these options. But of course, if you do wish to make any changes, just let me know. What about my nose? Do you not like your nose? Should I? You should love yourself no matter how you look. But we can always make things, we can always change things to make you feel that way. Make you enjoy your way you look more. I gotta think about this. Is there anyone else who would like my advice? Oh, I, w- I want to try something. 
<laughs> I had to decline. Yeah, yeah. Can well, you, dearest one, how can uh, I help uh, you today? Uh, 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 can you make me look like a fish? <laughs> ah, I'm afraid that my illusions <laughs> do not allow me to make you look like an entirely different person. I can only make you look a better version of yourself. I'm bored. But isn't, isn't there a creature called a catfish? He has a point. Uh, the book doesn't seem to register. Azara will take it and uh, open it up. Oh, yeah. It's just, a like, book. Open it has it stuff to the, inside. Like, just to the middle. Yeah. You open it up uh, and flicking through just a couple of pages. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a beautiful book, Azara. This is uh, every page is filled with these beautiful hand-drawn illustrations of different outfit combinations, advice on color matching with skin tones and Ooh. hairstyles, jewelry to accent your eyes. Like it's it's advice. And even though it's clearly old, it's all timeless. It's all stuff that like is just really great basics to build things around. And it almost future proofs itself. It says, even as styles change, think about this, think about this, think about that. Obviously, Mark Humes doesn't know a lot of this stuff. I had to do a lot of research when writing this adventure <laughs> and it only goes so far. Um, but it's not just things like dresses and clothes and makeup. You know, there's recipes for perfumes. There's recipes for ointments, skincare. There's even meditations, prayers. And you realize that this is actually all dedicated to the goddess Sunni, who's the goddess of love and beauty. Oh. But it's it's done in a way that non, non-followers can also get advice and guidance on basically, it's kind of a, yeah, live, laugh, love mixed in with like a beauty, skincare and self feel good book, right? Like it's, it's all about kind of, you know, empowering yourself and making yourself feel better. Um, Azara's kind of enthralled with this book because this is like right up her really superficial <laughs> side of her alley. And mm-hmm. she's just like, Agnes, this book, it's. <sighs> Agnes it's inc- is like. <laughs> trying to pretend like it's so stupid but she's very clearly watching every page that Azara is flipping <laughs> and yeah. like paying close attention she's like I mean so superficial but like ooh, that like hold on flip that one and Azara's like right like isn't that isn't that incredible could you imagine <laughs> Alyssa looks confused uh Dusk looking over your shoulder is just like a oh, very suitable advice and he seems to be sort of like mm, yes me I agree I I'm glad that they've included sections on gentleman's fabric I do like that waistcoat and he's like you know making comments <laughs> kind of over your shoulders uh the last thing so there is like i said there's also techniques for massage healings um all sorts of things like that but at the very last page there's an inscription by the author it seems the author is somebody called silvari silversong and the inscription is written in elvish and it reads a mirror is a gateway to happiness truth and to accepting ourselves hmm uh I think probably uh, Elissa looks at Tarkle, makes a face like, <laughs> just starts piling up her plate with food and things like that. Yeah, Tarkle honestly probably has already started eating as always because he doesn't. I don't think Tarkle even understands that this came from uh, where it came from. Yeah, Agnes's father. A- Agnes meant to show it to Tarkle first to be like. <laughs> Look what ridiculous like expectations are put on nobles. It's so dumb. But then she got distracted by playing with it and now is completely enthralled with the advice inside the book, even though she's trying to pretend that she's not. Um, After reading that inscription, I think Azara would close the book again and Mm -hmm. hold it up because she didn't get to see herself with something new. Well met, dearest one. How may I help you today? 
How are you hmm. feeling? You know, I could be better. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Is there a way that I can help? What would I look like with golden eyes? The illusion changes and yeah, shows yourself with golden eyes. Uh, and Azara's like, oh, I wish I could keep these. They're so beautiful. And she's just kind of like primping and prepping. Well, if changes, if permanent changes you wish to make, there is a way. I can always open the way to the Temple of the Restful Lily for you. Azara will kind what? of like shift the book and look at Agnes <laughs> like, Agnes, where did you say you got this? From my dad. Shift it back. Well met, dearest one. How are you feeling today? <laughs> uh, temple of the, what did you say it was? I'm sorry, I don't understand what you just said. How are you feeling today? Oh, right. Um, yes, yes, I'm feeling fine. Can I have golden eyes, please? Just kind of like wants to get back to the information. <laughs> Ch changes to show you with golden eyes. And if I wanted to make this permanent? If you wish to make any permanent changes, when you need rest or relaxation, I can always open the way to the Temple of the Restful Lily. Silvari will take good care of you. Wait, wait. Is this just an advanced marketing technique? Are we just getting, like, fish to some sort of spa? Azar will ask, and how much does this cost? The services of the temple vary depending on what you wish, but access to it is free of charge. <gasps> Azar will like, look at Agnes! <laughs> Seems like a waste of time, don't you think? I mean, it could be funny, you know, like we could just go for the story. <laughs> Don't you think if we were meant to care about how we look, we'd be able to see ourselves without the help of a mirror? But, but Clive, they also Thank said it's, it's for mental and physical restoration. What if there's training and fighting and hunting, if that is what your heart desires? And Azar kind of like looks at Agnes like, help me out here. Yeah. Oh, spot, eh? I want to grab the book at that and look at the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well met, dearest one. How are you feeling today? Right, right, fine. Uh, this, this, what's the temple of something rather? I'm sorry, I don't understand what you just said. How are you, you feeling today? You have to ask for a makeover first. How would I, how, show me what I would look like with uh, an ear on my forehead. <laughs> it changes and shows you an ear on your forehead. Right, how do I Unusual make it permanent? choice. If you wish to make these changes permanent, I can always open the way to the Temple of the Restful Lily. If you require rest or relaxation, Silvari will take care of you. At this temple, is there anyone I can fight? Fighting is not encouraged within the spa, but there are many exercise and workout regimes that you may participate in. I just throw the book back on the table. I'm bored again. Well, I mean, a workout routine is really a battle against yourself, if you think about it. Against atrophy. Aren't we all in an endless battle against decay? What she said. Well, Clive already defeated death, so I think he's got the decay covered. Right, what if death comes there. for him again, and he's not prepared? Oh, I'll be ready for that little holophant shit when he shows up. <laughs> well, shouldn't you work out to ensure that Kiki does not take you down once again? All right, we should probably check this place out. It might be worth a glimpse. <laughs> I, I show it to Tarkal. I'm like, my dad sent me this, and he mentioned you too. He said that he thought 
as nobles, we should be keeping ourselves physically and mentally healthy and that this would help. What do you think? And I hand it to him. Um, Mark, do I have like a, do I have any sort of relationship with, with Agnes's father? I think that you've met him. Um, you definitely, you know, you've been brought into the family. You would have met him. You would have stayed in the house in Suzale and things like that. I think we discussed it a little bit and I said it was up to you, the kind of okay. relationship. And I think we, we talked about, it's not unfriendly, but it's a little cold. You know, you are basically the love child of his wife mm -hmm. having an yes. affair, yeah. but he also seems to not be that fussed about that. He's just sort of like, oh, yes, bring in the, the half-elf boy and we'll add him to the family and it will be good for us kind of thing. It's, it's more like a business relationship. It's almost like, yeah, as long as you're kind of representing the family well, he's always seemed to be okay with you. Um, okay, I guess if you want to change that, if, if you feel that's a different relationship, by then all means. No, I think, I think that's a good place to start. Like, I feel like this is like the start of an actual interaction, like for mm. me, the player and, and character. Um, mm. So I guess, I guess... Tarkal would respond like, oh, he, he mentioned me in for this package, and I'll take the book and I'll look at it. Well met, dearest one. How are you feeling today? I have felt better. I'm so sorry to hear that. What is wrong, if you are okay to talk about it? Uh, Tarkal will, like, look at Agnes and be like, I'll be right back. And I'll, I'm going to step up, step up from the table and just walk okay. away. Sure. Um, and then just be like, I... I have this feeling that I experienced recently and I just want to forget what it is. Well, an important step is that we can't always forget things that have happened to us. Instead, we must learn to live with ourselves and our experiences. But you need time and sometimes a place to relax and be safe, to enjoy the warm, relaxing waters and a bit of time away from everything is what's needed. If you wish, I can open the way to the Temple of the Restful Lily Silvari will take good care of you. Thank you, Alexa. And I'll put the book down <laughs> to my side and walk back over. It's kind of, yeah. You've, you've got it. You've nailed it. Uh, you yes, found the, it. The, uh, the, the, yeah, this book wants us to go to the temple, for sure. I wanted to try something, but uh, it seems um, whether your ailment is mental or physical. Um, well, Alyssa kind of looks around. I, I think that if you, after you've been gone for a few days i i feel it is my duty as blade captain to accompany you to such a place in case there are any dangers of course i hand the book there's to... no good exercises there you and me can just spar one-on-one -on -one. how's that uh, yes yes i wish to do just the exercises ah nothing, yes nothing else there we are Alyssa, did you miss us no it is my duty as blade captain to watch over you and whilst i know you are all competent i am never comfortable when you leave the keep for long periods of time you, you know, we did us? confront the, the, the Raven Queen, right? Yes, I, I am appalled that I was not there to help protect you. Oh, she was I nice. won't be letting such a thing happen again. You didn't miss us even like a little bit? Like not even like one of us oh, in particular? My, my oh. lord and lady, of course. I, I miss all of your, uh, all of you uh, immensely. You are kind uh, leaders and I value your, your experience and wit. Um, Agnes looks at our wit experience azar is like pointedly not looking at agnes <laughs> yeah Alyssa is pointedly not looking at azar there's, there's a lot of like awkward looking around uh dusk will kind of clap his hands well 
Personally, if I may, I think that such a, an endeavor, a moment away from the stresses of, of Evening Star and running things and your adventures, I think that such a thing sounds like a remarkably wonderful idea. I can take care of things here. There are still many matters to be resolved. We're still in the process of uh, repairing and building new facilities here. There's not much. I think that certainly a couple, a day or two, uh, this, this place, this place of rest, that sounds like, a, well... You must take these opportunities when they arrive. I'm sure we'll get plenty of rest and nothing's going to go wrong at all when we arrive. Of course. I uh, I offer the book to Alyssa and I'm like, if you want to go, you, you can take a look at the book first. Uh, thank you, uh, Lady Crown Silver. And she'll kind of awkwardly take the book she won't look in the mirror she kind of like would it be all right if i perhaps um borrowed the book at some point sure thank you um and she just kind of like flips through some of like the little articles and things like that uh but yeah she uh she kind of folds it back up and sort of puts it towards the group of well after a little quick read um well should we go check it out now uh, no time like the present, I suppose. There's nothing else to do. I hold it up. Alexa! <laughs> Hello, well met, dearest one. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling like I would like to go to the Temple of the Resting Lily. I can open the way to the Temple of the Restful Lily if you like. Would you like me to open it now? <laughs> My echo just I was literally about to be like rip people watching on Right? <laughs> It, you can't say her name like no. it, it, it's she who must not be named because otherwise a million people across the world are like <laughs> mm -hmm. Alexa subscribe me to twitch.tv slash D&D right now <laughs> oh my gosh okay. oh no, uh, no mine's going off stop <laughs> <laughs> well somebody's just subscribed to uh, twitch.tv forward slash D&D <laughs> Oh, the, the times we live in. The times, the times we, we live in. in. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, yes, please do open the way to the Temple of the Rest. The book, the mirror goes still and it changes. The mirror begins to show now uh, a beautiful kind of woodland path that weaves its ways uh, through underneath boughs and like little wildflower paths. And that mirror then begins to kind of almost project itself outwards until a shimmering oval portal is now stood uh, or is like kind of hovering in the air next to the the, the Star Watch Keep dining table. Um, it just, it seems to, this is a portal. You can see the same uh, forested woodland trail um, and the shimmering portal stands open. Uh Anyone? I don't know if we go then. I was going to say, Zara would like look at Clive. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Clive steps through. You see him step through. Um, Alyssa quickly is like grabbing her sword off of where she like hooked it on and she's wearing her armor, but she just is like, ah, and she just like decides to go with it. Um, 
yeah, you step through Clive and you were the first one. You get that strange sensation of your body being pulled along rapidly, um, but it's not unpleasant. And when you arrive, oh, it's kind of, I think that for Clive, maybe this would be a quite a nice thing, but it smells of like the deep woods and wild flowers and nature and earth. Uh, all the smells of like cities and civilization kind of vanishes and you find yourself in deep ancient woodland um wildflowers grow along the sides you've got this thick canopy of trees overhead you can hear birds and animals um in the distance um and yeah your big paws touch soft uh earth as this little uh trail there is like a cobblestone path i would say actually that seems to lead away from this place oh this is nice uh, yeah okay so everybody i'm yeah. assuming everybody uh will travel through yeah. uh and yeah you all feel the same similar sensations and you arrive um you arrive in a lovely little little glade with a little path. Uh, there are all sorts of, along the path, there are little kind of urns and vases and stone statues, all with lilies, fresh lilies sticking out of them. They seem to almost be leading a trail along the path. Radical. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. This, this is nice. This feels this nice. like home. Hey. Essel. Oh, I think, I think you're, you're, you're muted, Anna. Oh, I just said they're bonding. Oh, I know. Yeah. The boys. So cute. The boys. Uh, uh, cool. Yeah. Azara would kind of lean into Agnes, like getting really excited. And she's like, do you think they, do you think there's a gift shop? Do you think they sell like swimsuits or, <gasps> or dresses or, or jewelry? Wait, do you think they have like, do you think they have like pools? <gasps> do you think they have a spa? Do you think they have a sauna? A sauna? I love saunas. It's like it's, water and fire. Azara's <laughs> like footsteps kind of quicken, like really excited <laughs> to see <laughs> the temple. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, so with Azara leading the way, you follow this trail and eventually the path is very winding. So you can never really see ahead of you because there's always thick, dense woodland. But eventually the path kind of rounds this set of thick trees and it immediately opens up before you. And you see in front of you a majestic looking building uh it you can see kind of a large domed ceiling made of white stone you can see beautiful stained glass windows all set along this beautiful well-kept um front uh beds of little wildflowers uh, nestled beneath the windows uh, a large set of double doors with the symbol the, the symbol of suni which is a kind of golden haired fiery haired maiden with like an oval perfectly oval face above the door um there's a little bell that sticks out as well uh that looks like it, it rings when the, the door is opened um and yeah you can see you can see like a big kind of domed ceiling above something at the back um and it, it's a very large impressive building just in the middle of this glade basically like a woodland retreat Can we just continue into the building? Sure. Yeah, yeah. If you guys just make, continue, you go straight up to the doors. Uh, when you open, the double doors open to a little sound of a ding, 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 little bell. Um, and you see that there is a large lobby. Uh, the air is heavy with the scent of fresh lilies. There is a desk in the center of the room with neatly piled papers and fresh flowers uh, and a very a, a long, dark head man. It's kind of slicked back, um, kind of down uh, behind him, human. In very fine clothes uh stands there a pair of like you know silk slippers uh he kind of looks up and smiles as soon as he sees you uh welcome friends to the restful lily welcome my name is saith 
I do not believe I've we've met you before. You're not some of our regular customers. Welcome, welcome. Ah, what has brought you here today? Amira said I was ugly. Amira. <laughs> Uh, the enchanted books. You've made your way from one of the books. Well, I'm sorry to hear that the book uh, doesn't sound. I think something may be wrong with its enchantments, my large furry friend. You're quite a quite an unusual fellow, aren't you? Um. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But if if there are things that we can offer you, there are wonderful treatments. Perhaps a haircut or a pedicure or a, perhaps a, a relaxing dip in one of our baths, uh, our pools, our, our rejuvenating pools, perhaps a massage. I for want a to warrior. see Leonin getting a pedicure. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, at massage, Azara kind of like steps forward and she's like, there are massages here? Yes, we have a very fine artisan, trained masseuse and therapist. We have uh, all sorts of specialists. The, the sisters who run the temple are, well, they want to make sure that everyone feels their absolute best when they arrive and when they leave. Uh, what is your name, my dear? Uh, I I am Azara Mithras, and then she kind of like looks to the rest of them. <laughs> well, Miss Mithras, I am very I am humbled to welcome you here, and I hope that you will find our our massages and our services uh, to your utmost liking. We also have rooms if you do wish to stay the night, first class, finest rooms. Uh, we have food on offer, drinks, everything you need to take a moment and just relax. Do Do you have a um a, a services? menu with, Why with prices, I certainly, prices on it my good lady and i must get your name uh of course we do of course we do let me just simply fetch my little uh thing here so in terms of prices uh we we have an overall charge of uh five gold per person that covers you uh that covers your use of the pools uh any of the communal spaces uh free enrollment in any of our workout or exercise regimes it also provides you with a beautiful robe hand stitched in neverwinter uh a private changing room with a lockable trunk and the services are yours for the day, as you see fit. We also have uh, massages, can be booked. Uh, they are 20 gold, so they normally last an hour. Uh, we also have manicures and pedicures. We have haircuts, waxings, shaves, whatever you so desire. I, I look at Azara and I'm like, well, f far be it for me to spend gold that could be otherwise used to help our people, However, I do, uh, my, my dad says that it is important to maintain good mental and physical health in a leadership. A wise man, a wise father. So I, do you feel like this might be really the best thing for the people, honestly? I, and, and to be fair, we have come into a series of new riches from our last adventure. And we have been through such a mental and, and physical toll to be in our best. Uh, uh, yes, spend the gold. So I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just do it, just do it, just do it. Agnes looks at Tarkal before she does it, though. She's like, is, is Tarkal buying this narrative? Uh, actually, when Tarkal heard heard the word massage, he started like rubbing his shoulder. <laughs> and... He took a bit of a beating, you know. Yeah, like, running around in the dungeons and the shadow fell. Um, there's probably some knots in there for sure. So when when it, when Agnes looks over, he like catches her eyes and then smiles and then looks away as if like I'm not looking. You do what you think is. You go ahead. <laughs> Agnes has five gold on the counter before anyone noticed that she went into her pocket. Like it's just there. Oh well, if I can take your 
your name, my lady. Uh, I will get you. I will get you a key for your trunk and a robe. You'll find it all hung up. It's all hung up in the changing rooms just behind me. Uh, that you can go there, and I'll take your name. And then, if you do wish to remain with us in the evening, you just have to come and find me. If you wish to book any of our treatments, come and find me or speak to any of our other staff, and they will be able to help provide. Uh, but thank you very much. He takes the five gold. That will be for you, madam. What was your name? Agnes Crown Silver. Agnes Crown Silver. What a lovely name. And he writes oh, it down. You. you can see that he keeps like a ledger, writes it down uh, very eloquently. And he hands you a key uh, with the uh, with a, the number, let's say, the number seven on it. Uh, and he says like, changing room seven. It's just behind me, my dear. Uh, and what about like, the rest of you? Anime uh, tiptoes over like, Azar will immediately also take out five gold and put it on. And she's like, almost bouncing a little bit. This is like sure. the best day of her life. <laughs> uh, and, and it was Azara Mithras, yes, madam? Yes, yes. Perfect. Here is key four for the changing rooms just behind me. Please do ensure that you return the keys once you're done for the day, whether you're staying the night. We can have your uh, your belongings transferred to a room if you wish, but just make sure you hand me the keys back. Uh, uh, thank you very much. He takes the gold. Um, uh, Elisa kind of comes up and sheepishly like pulls a coin purse out and she you know, counts out five gold coins and puts them down. Uh, and what was your name, my dear? Um, it's just Elisa, please. Uh, yes, of course. Oh, we forgot uh, to pay for Alyssa. We should have paid right. for Alyssa's. She's, she's got good. money. She's paid for herself. She's an independent <laughs> woman. Uh, she kind of notes it down. Uh, do you, is it, can I store armor uh, in the trunks? Is it large enough? Oh, yes, madam. Yes, of course. It's quite a large trunk. You should be able to fit your armor in there. Uh, the, the same key for the changing room locks the trunk as well. So you can simply lock it and be safe in the assurance that your, uh, your belongings are safe. The keys all have like a cord, like a leather necklace around them as well. So you can just wear them uh, around with you. Um, and Alyssa kind of sheepishly follows uh, and goes and finds the trunk. And gentlemen, please do not think that these services are just for the ladies. I can assure you that two athletic gentlemen such as yourself will find many fine services here. Uh, Tark will look at Clive. We'll see what a cow regimen look like. Well, we have one of our owners, uh, uh, Mistress Azrissa. Uh, she is in charge of all of our workout routines. I will let her know. If you are interested, I can let her know that she has a new sign-up uh, And once we have enough uh, individuals, there are several other guests, we can make sure we have uh, put something put something together. She's quite, a, she's quite the toughie, I hear. Uh, very, very rigorous training regimes. Derrickle. <laughs> yes, Clive. What are you doing? Well, I I've heard. Uh, do you do you guys do deep? I think they're called deep massages. Are they really... Oh yes. Are you something of a warrior, sir? Do you engage in battles and the like? Uh, from time to time, yes. Ah, yes. Let me just have a look here. Our masseuse uh, does many things uh, individually, but um, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, We do a, a strengthening massage, which tones and, and supples the muscles um, using various oils of fur cones and, uh, and wegbrad. Um, I think that's such a thing. Or if you're looking for something that might relax the body, perhaps give you a bit more sort of um, agility and a bit more sort of um, subtle subtlety uh there is our our very famous uh dexterity massage uh using uh winter oils olives and all sorts of things uh, i'm not a misuse myself i'm simply remembering what i've been told but there's certainly something all right the lad will take the dexterity one i'll have be having the other one with the with the strength 
Gentlemen, that's exactly what I'd love to hear. I must remind you, it is five gold per person for the overall uh, access to the facilities, and then the massages are 20 gold. Uh, so that would be 25 GP each, my good Do sir. we pay you right now, the 25? Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. And then I will have you booked in. Uh, the masseuse will come and collect you when uh, when they are ready. Uh, yes. I don't care in money. I don't believe in it. <laughs> You know, oddly enough, I, I, I had a feeling, and he already has 50 coins. <laughs> what a lovely friend. Appreciate Nothing better than a life. friend treating a friend to a massage, I say. He just gives and, him like a huge paw on the back, like, thanks, <laughs> And uh, my understanding from your furry friend here, Tarkle. Tarkle, yes. Hey, that's Tarkle. Uh, is there a surname, uh, Mr. Tarkle? Uh, Crown Silver. Oh, related to our previous guest? Yeah, she is my she's my sister. Oh, wonderful. A family that massages together stays together, I say. Writes it all down. Uh, and you, my good large friend, what is your name, sir? Clive. Clive. Fine name. Well, gentlemen, I have your names of here. Are your the keys? Wild Mane. <laughs> oh, well, I will put that down. Of the Wild Mane. Uh here is room one, and he offers a key to one of you, and key 19 for the room, the changing rooms. Uh, I'll just, I will uh, grab key one. Okay, yeah, and then he gives uh, 19 to, uh, to Clive, uh, and he just gestures behind him where you can see there are these like rows of little changing rooms, like little tiny booths that you unlock and can get changed in. Um, those of you who do go inside them, the changing rooms are, again, this is all beautifully decorated. The floor is like this polished white marble. The the wooden kind of paneling is, is richly decorated, carved with flowers and lilies and all that kind of stuff. Um, hanging up on the racks, uh, there is like a two robes are hung up in each cabin. One for a like a halfling or a gnome and then one for a medium-sized creature. Um, Clive, this robe is going to be pretty tight on you. <laughs> Because this is designed for like humans, so this is going to be, you know, just about covering your decency. Um, uh, there is also, yeah, large wooden trunk where you it could easily store a full set of armor or weapons as well. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the armor on. I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay. Change. Sure. So Actually, you just no, put the robe on over, li over lion the man. Lion man in the robe is too funny. I have to. Okay, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> Okay. But I want to well, take all my stuff with me. I don't trust it in a trunk. Okay, so you're gonna take off all the armor, put the robe on, but not just carry it with you, like in like a bag or something. Oh, I just I have my uh, morning star, and then just like in the other hand, my armor that I'm just dragging right. behind me, like <laughs> just dragging behind these you. Really nice floors. <laughs> Van braces, kind of just like you know balancing on your shoulder or something like that. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, uh, I mean, the the level of comfort, I think Elissa probably, like, knocks on Azara's door at one point. Um, uh, Azara, do I do I leave my undergarments on, or do I take them off? I, I, I don't know what I should... Uh, Az Azara's, like, in the middle of changing, so she's like, yeah. um, usually it's up to the one getting the massage. It's, it's, your, it's your level of comfort, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm leaving them on, and then you hear them. <laughs> uh, 
then she goes back. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like, yeah, when she comes out, you were wearing these kind of, yeah, and they are spa robes, by the way. These are like, you know, comfortable yeah. little spa robes with a little belt tied up silk slippers to go with them to walk around in and stuff like that. Yeah, Clive's, when Clive comes out, everybody's just like, like it is tiny on him. Like it can't close. He can't close it. It just about gets his arms in and they're like ripping at the seams. Mm-hmm. Um on Elissa, it's pretty tight because she's also like you know six and a half feet tall and pretty muscular so she's like constantly like tugging it down and looking around awkwardly everybody um and just looking super uncomfortable uh the whole time um but yeah you guys all emerge uh depending on your what you get up to but if you do want to store gear you have your your rooms and your your little trunks um and then saith the gentleman the concierge uh just points to a door there are two doors on either side of this lobby in the changing rooms uh one seems to lead out into a garden and then the other one seems to lead deeper into the temple and he gestures our lounge please go and make yourselves comfortable uh we do have uh, drinks and food on 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 order uh we do offer some drinks for free but if, uh, if you wish for something a little bit more intoxicating or a bit more exotic there are small charms charges uh but please enjoy the facility uh, as you wish and uh, any questions please come and let me know uh pools yes yes uh he gestures once you are into the lounge there'll be a set of double doors uh on the on the far side um head through those uh, i do i must apologize one thing with the pools uh, we are very close to the Feywild here sometimes water spirits like to get mischievous we've been having problems with them they shouldn't cause you any harm but if the water's behaving strangely please ignore it pet no mind okay just little troublesome blighters you know, uh, planar fey creatures always up to some whimsy <laughs> i don't mind some whimsy ah well just pay them no mind my dear and and you will be able to enjoy them i, I assure you uh still uh and if you do uh, you may see our owners uh, the sisters around um they will come and introduce themselves i'm sure they will be very excited to know that we have some new guests uh, there are some guests already here uh we do ask you you know and I'm sure I don't need to say this to such privileged guests. We ask you not to cause any trouble. Uh, we do, we, if things, uh, net, you know, if there are any sort of altercations, we will be forced to ask you to leave. Um, Mr. Clive, would I would never. request, I would deeply request if you could leave your weapons and armor in the changing rooms. Is, is that, is that, is that all right? Would that be okay? Request denied. Ah. <laughs> Well, perhaps then, could I make another request? Could you? Could I ask you to at least ensure that they do not get any dirt uh, near the other guests or some some such? We can have them cleaned for you if you like. Nah, they are good as they are. I'll be sure not to drop them anywhere sparkly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> now, where uh, were these, uh, these troublesome water fay fellas you were talking about? Well, I mean, if hmm, um, I, I will speak to the owners, there may be there may be something there. Actually, perhaps we could uh, perhaps we could negotiate something, a little discount uh, in exchange for dealing with some troublesome. But enjoy enjoy the spa first. Enjoy the temple. Uh, I but something to discuss, perhaps something to discuss. Um, so and he opens the doors, which leads into the lounge. Uh, the lounge is full of large cushioned chairs sat around a large open space. There is calming music, ma- ma- magical in some nature that fills the air and there's a floor 
floral scent that fills uh, the entire space. There is a bar that takes up one corner of the room alongside shelves of expensive wines and spirits and baskets of fresh fruit. Uh, there are also two tables stood along one wall, each set up for manicures and pedicure stations with nail files, clippers, and bottles of strange ointments and colors and pigments uh, all arranged neatly. And you can see that there are two attendants just kind of sat there patiently waiting for people to come up. In fact, I would say you see that they are working. One of them is working on someone. Uh, you can see a very uh, annoyed looking halfling woman uh she's covered in scars like you can see like warrior scars basically like all over her like neck and face um and she sat there kind of looking bored with her nails on the thing um and they are being painted in i've got to look up uh, uh an excellent i want to give a shout out actually to heroic maps um on dm's guild who did a brilliant uh ad like additional content for my adventure Aww. where they added like nail designs and health drinks and cool maps and stuff like that it's cool. really really good shout out to heroic maps uh on dm's guild uh for that um but she's having the halfling is having her nails painted um she would probably oh yeah oh yeah she'd want this one uh it's like a deep red that looks like crimson blood and the nails at their tips are dripping like they're covered in blood and she's kind of looking down at them like yeah yeah, cool. <laughs> um, and she's having that done uh, and you can see that there's somebody just very silently and quietly working on those uh there appears to be uh a man reading uh half elf uh, just kind of sat in one of the long chairs by a window reading a book just quietly sitting in a in a robe with a drink um just happily reading along uh and then in a corner on a table is a gnome with lavender-colored cotton candy hair kind of spiraling up the top and out the sides. And they are, like, working on something. They're, like, tinkering and twiddling with something uh, on the table. And there's all sorts of, like, cogs and springs and sprockets uh, all across the table as well. Um, and that is the Temple of the Restful Lily, the lounge. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, are there attendants around? Like, because, yeah. uh, what's his, what was his name? Sethley? Sayeth. 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 I liked Sethly. Um, uh, Sayeth said that there were attendants to like book yeah. things. Yeah, um, so you can see uh, there's the two working on the nail salon station. Um, mm -hmm. They just seem to, if you want to have those things done, you can just go and speak to them. There are There is somebody behind the bar, like a barman, who's just mm -hmm. kind of like polishing glasses and getting things ready and drinks like that. Um, and Sayeth is just behind you at the oh, desk okay. as well. Like, yeah, you can just go and speak to him if you, if you want a service or a, a charge. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, I think Azara would take a quick jaunt back to Sayeth and tell Agnes that she'll meet her at the baths because she wants to go book a massage. So. Okay. I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sayeth looks around. He's just like, ah, oh, my dear, is there something that I can help you with? Uh, yes. I was wondering if um, you have any uh, like aromatherapy massages or something very moisturizing. And she kind of like points oh, to yes. her arm and she's like, my scales, they, they seem to be getting oh, dry. Most certainly. Let me see here. Ah, some scale butter yes. perhaps some scale butter <laughs> yes 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 uh it says here our, our masseuse ilmar is our, our masseuse here uh they do a wonderful oil of glittering lemon with mayweed and rose which is perfect for scrubbing the skin leaving mm. it moisturized and, and drawing out the impurities uh such a thing would be delightful i think for you 
uh, Azar will fish out 20 gold and slap it on the table. <laughs> Marvelous. I'm just going to go and speak them now as your two male companions uh, booked in some massages so that you may, they will be first come first serve. But, Absolutely. Uh, I need time in the pools anyway, so that works Marvelous. out. Marvelous. I will, I will let Ilmar know that you will be bathing first and then we'll be joining later. Marvelous. Thank you, my dear. And then he makes his way into the lounge and he heads up through a pair of double doors and then takes a right uh, from there um, and disappears. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so while Azar is doing that, Agnes, do you want to head straight for these pools? Agnes this, is going to look around. Bath? Is any of her party in earshot anymore? Are they all off doing their own things? I don't know. Tarkle, Clive, do you guys go off and do your own things or are you still hanging around Agnes? Um, I think I would have wandered, like, expecting someone. Um, the only thing that's on my mind is the massage. So I'm kind of just wandering around waiting <laughs> yeah, for Yeah, there's, like, places me. you can sit down and, like, there's, like, uh, big carafes of water, lemon water, obviously. Is there a hot tub? Uh, that's what the, the, spa, the baths are. Like, these, okay. like, proper, like, uh, hot spring baths that they are here. So you can just... That's where Agnes and Azara were going to go. But you could follow them. Um... I think I would just wait. I think I'd look for like a bar or something to get a drink. Yeah. Well, there's the bar there. Yeah, you can easily yeah. just go up and slide up to the bar and get a drink. Yeah, for sure. Okay. What about Clive? Um, uh, Clive's not really interested in anything, so he'll probably just follow Tarkle. Yeah, just bar, go both sit like, at the bar. Okay. Bros at the bar. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, um, uh, Elissa is kind of awkwardly looking around, but she's eyeing up the nail station and she's kind of like trying to see what's being done and she's like, that looks nice. Um, so yeah, I'd say Agnes is kind of on her own. Agnes will just kind of like sneak back out from whence they came to the mm -hmm. person who greeted them. Okay. And be like, we, we, we did come through the book and um, the book mentioned um, permanent modifications that one could make. Ah, is yes. Is that a, yes. a service here? Yes. Now I must... Miss Agnes, wasn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the book that you refer to, the one, I believe, a uh, green cover with a mirror on the front. Mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. Several of them were made a long time ago by the temple's previous um, organizer or, or builder, I should say. Her name was Silvari. She's sadly no longer with us. Uh, but the new elven sisters have taken over the temple. Now, Silvari was a priestess of Sunni and so would use miracles to help... Um, help people with these changes and things that they wanted to improve about themselves the new owners the sisters they have magical applications uh they have enchantments all of these sorts of things so yes anything is possible would you like me to speak with them and have them come and speak with you to discuss it normally there is a process of um sort of uh you know discussions and and uh, you know estimations and things that you would like to uh, to have done uh i certainly it's most important to be happy as one is but just out of you know scholarly curiosity i well, would love to know more yes and also my dear it is a case of i think that is an artist ever happy with their work is a sculptor does a sculptor look at their completed work and say i'm done no there's nothing wrong with wanting to make changes to improve things to feel better about yourself please you don't need to be coy here that's what we're all about helping you feel like the best version of yourself i will speak i will speak with the sisters and i will have them come and speak with you uh, if and just to discuss what's possible thank you i would appreciate that 
course, of course, anything to help. Now, I must go. I, I, you, a few of your companions have asked for massages, so do excuse me. Makes his way off. Agnes will go while she, while she's waiting. Go join Azara at the pools, mm-hmm. and she'll she'll kind of step up and like dip a toe in one of the you know the warm springs mm. and kind of like roll her eyes a little bit, and then she'll kind of look around, and then she'll cast create bonfire at the bottom of the pool. And like so, bubble it up a little bit. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Before you do that, so when you enter, when you and Azara enter these baths, first of all, these great big double doors. Now, I don't know if you guys will be familiar with it. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Roman baths. These baths are like white kind of stone with these giant kind of columns that reach up to this domed ceiling. And the whole thing is like this deep, like step down into baths and it's already bubbling warm water. Um, This isn't like a cold spring. This is like a hot spring basically. Um, So when you step in, there's already water kind of churning and moving and it's this wonderfully pleasant temperature. The air is filled with this kind of thick incense like mist uh, that kind of feels cleansing and deep as you kind of breathe it in. There are these large um, stained windows uh, that have like all sort of nature scenes that look out um, behind you. And there is a large statue uh, of Sunni herself as well in the middle of the baths. Um, looking out, there does seem to be maybe some sort of other structure behind the temple. Um, there's some sort of like tower or some sort of other building behind it, but the stained glass kind of obscures it. But yeah, the bubbling waters kind of rise up around you and stepping in, it feels incredible. This is there's something about this water that just you touch it and it's just oh, the tension just drains out of you. Even even if Agnes likes it to be like scalding hot. Okay, if you want it to be scalding hot, then yeah, you can create bonfire and just a little. She's just gonna like yeah. a little bonfire at the bottom and just heat yeah. it up a little bit and jump right yeah. into that spot. Absolutely. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. And, her, you know, her skin turns all like stingy red a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, the water kind of like pulses and bubbles around you as the as it begins heating up. The the bonfire, she just casts it for a, like a second, you know, just heats, mm, like she doesn't want anyone fine. to see that she's messing with anything in the spa, but she's just. Why? Why would you think that, Anna? Why, why would you worry about that? I I mean, Agnes just doesn't want to be rude. You know, like they set yeah, it at a certain temperature. And don't worry about me rolling she, dice. She don't worry likes about that. it at a different temperature. So she just, it was supposed to be very covert. Yeah, that's fine. It was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Miki, you're muted. Sorry. I was like, I love Woodbark's voice gets really high pitched because that's always really good for us. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you guys make your way in. And yeah, this is, this is. <laughs> amazing you know it's this amazing roman bath hot spring it's like an uh, like a kind of onsen fantasy onsen um like in fire emblem just... yeah <laughs> when you when you described it it reminded me of all of the fire emblem bathhouses and i was like mm-hmm. oh. um i definitely think azara would probably knowing that agnes likes water hotter would go to the other side of the <laughs> of the bath like on the other end just to be mm-hmm. away from whatever she's going to do um and she'll take off her robe and like put it on one of the hooks or the the chairs yeah, there's the like lounges. benches yeah there's yeah. benches with towels and stuff set out yeah um and she will keep she probably has kept her underwear on but it's probably not much no <laughs> knowing azara it's probably like a, okay. a tiny little breastband and like a tiny little underwear and she'll yeah. uh she'll get in the water and kind of like submerge like up to her like nose and just 
soak. She's like a little <laughs> turtle. Just... <laughs> nice. Uh, while you guys are enjoying this, um, the boys at the bar. So when you go up to the bar, uh, there is just a, a kind of very plain looking human man uh, who's like cleaning glasses. He kind of nods at you politely. Um, and then he points to a menu, which is on the bar with all the drinks and food listed. And it has the gold costs on it. Um, doesn't speak, though, just kind of like points to it and stays quiet. Uh, uh, yeah. And if you would like to order a drink, there are there's all they're all very much health drinks and health foods here. Um, but you can get like wines and spirits like, you know, alcohol on choice. Um, there's uh, something called black lavender water. Uh, fermented lemon and parsnip smoothie, sparkling crab apple juice, rainbow layer berry crush, uh, burdock and pennycrest tea, um, all you know listed out there and stuff like that. Or there's you know fire fire whiskey and dragon you know dragon something dragon wine. I'm pretty sure I've had know. all of those. That sounds yeah. all like actually real. <laughs> I, I think that they, again, this is all from heroic maps, not from me. And I think those, they did base it on stuff. So I was like, those those all sound very <laughs> familiar to health food junkies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a list of like loads of the prices, but it's not long uh, after you sit down that, uh, yeah, the there is a voice that calls out across the lobby and stood at the double doors where Agnes and Azara went to the baths. Uh, you see a drow, you see a dark elf, um, short, cropped white hair, kind of very closely shaved around the back, but then kept long on top and brushed to the side. Um, very sort of uh you know non-binary kind of appearance um very chiseled high cheekbones but kind of uh, strong looking jaw uh they look around uh, uh mr tarkle or clive uh, i can only take one of you i'm afraid but um, i'm ready for your massage uh i'd look to clive and be like do you do you want to go first or oh i'm wrestle for it um <laughs> all right and then hey, uh, this is fun. yeah Okay, strength checks <laughs> between the two of you. I will laugh so hard if Tarkal wins. I uh, know. I got a 12 total. Uh, that would be... Oh, that is also a 12. Oh! It's, a sta- it's actually a bit of a stalemate. Like, uh, and it, you, you guys are feel free to narrate this. Like, is this Clive not trying very hard and sort of just being like, oh, "I'm going to win easy," and then Tarkle surprising him, or is this like Clive's trying and Tarkle's actually giving him a bit of a run for his money? Like, what's the vibe here? I think I think Clive would have assumed that there isn't much, and then there's that moment of just like more force than he expects. He's like, "Oh, oh." oh. <laughs> Yeah, so there's like a stalemate, like you're kind of wrestling. Uh, the drow folds their arms um, and almost taps their foot impatiently uh, watching this. Uh, I rolled one more time, if that's what we're doing. And then yes, I, yeah, I got you... one, I got exactly one higher. So I got a 13. 13? I mustered a tiny more strength. Uh, that would be a 17. 17. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, this is an arm, right? So Clive basically, you know, sensing this pushes down and like you are losing talk or you've got one more chance if you fail this one you're gonna lose the lose the arm wrestle if you succeed you might be able to push it back to a, a standoff again <laughs> <laughs> no that's two less i got uh, an 11 11 never mind okay uh that is a uh, 15 15 okay so yeah clive uh, finally like uh, you kind of wrenches your arm not violently but yeah you you yeah. lose uh tackle um i assume after, then that after mr clive he, he will be slam, going first. slams the hand he just stands up arms up clive of the wild man uh, the, the halfling 
the halfling lady that's getting her nails done is just like, yeah! Flavor <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of the wild. More of that! I want more of that! Hey. Uh, and like points in your direction. Uh, Clive, Clive is interested in that interaction, so he goes, Darkle! Uh, Clive, you go first. Yes. What? <laughs> you just won. Right. Well, something more interesting came up. And I started walking over to the excited you halfling. Just beat me and then let me go. This is the worst. And I'll just walk <laughs> off. Are you ready for your massage, Mr. Tuckle? Is there any areas in particular, such as your arm, that you would like me to focus on? Um, my, sh my shoulders. Uh, I do a lot of rolling, so... Oh. Have them fix your butt. There's tension in there you'd be surprised by. Clive! <laughs> Worry about your own butt. <laughs> All right. Well, a full body massage does include the lower areas, but your comfort is my most pressing matter. Come this way, please. It's uh, the, the IT drow. band. There's lots of tension. You release it from your butt. Just sort of begins leading you away from the lounge and Clive. Do these do these robes have? Do they have hoods on them? No. Can they have? No. Darn it. No. Okay. Uh, the the Just drow Ilmar uh, leads you to. This is like it, it. He takes you down towards the bath and then hangs a right and takes you down a short corridor and into a small room, which is a massage room. It's like a, a bed laid out in the middle. There's like shelves with ointments. There's faint music. It's very quiet and calming. Faint incense blowing. Now, um, if you wish, please lay down on the bed uh, and uh, make yourself comfortable. Uh, I'll leave the room if you wish to de-robe, uh, and uh, I will return in a few moments. Um, and Elmar steps out and lets you get comfortable, uh, whatever Tarkle's preference would be. Yeah, he gets naked and throws a towel on his butt. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of get down, lay down. Elmar uh, uh, is just like, <clears throat> are you ready? And then comes in when you kind of give acknowledgement. Yep. Uh, I have you down for a uh, a sort of agility and tension releasing uh, massage. I'll be using uh, oil of winter olive uh, with Adelaide and white sage. Uh, it's quite uh, relaxing. Um, and then it begins sort of like, yeah, a deep, you know, shoulder massage beginning there. Very, very skilled. This individual clearly knows what they're doing. They don't speak much. They just kind of, um, but I think that there is some light conversation. Uh, you seem to have many uh, scars and battle wounds. Are you something of a warrior, Mr. Tarkle? Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> I, most of those were from growing up in the woods, but uh, ah. in the Kingswood. Kingswood, Kingswood. I'm afraid that I'm from the Sword Coast myself. Whereabouts is this Kingswood? Ah, uh, Cormier. Ah, yes, the land of the Purple Dragons. And you grew up in the woods. You, uh, my understanding of your kingdom is that would uh, make you of a sort of, um, I hate to use the term peasant, but I'm struggling to think of another phrase for it, but uh, someone of a lower lower caste, is that uh, correct? Charcoal will kind of cut him off, uh, like... When he says peasant, I yes, I grew up as a common man. Uh, common man, yes, that's a much better term, isn't it? Um, oh, well, how interesting! Uh, is it quite dangerous these woods of yours? Uh, not if you know them well. They 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 aren't that dangerous, but you do find yourself in you know a sprig of trouble from here to there. Yes, yes, dangerous environments can often lead to that. Well, uh, very good. And just sort of goes, you know, starts focusing on the massage again and lets the conversation dither. Uh, what brings you to the Temple of the Restful Lilies, quite far away from Cormyr? Um Yes, my uh, my sister, 
her father sent her a book that seemed like an advertisement. And um, he suggested that we come here. Ah, and is this, uh, is your sister also uh, a woods, a woods woman like yourself? No, she, she grew up full noble in, in his family. My, that must be an interesting uh, family relation. Have yourself uh, born in a, a different world to your sister? Yes, I, I suppose. But um, truthfully, I don't think either of us look at each other due to our, by our origins, more so where we are when we are together. Ah, oh, that's well, uh, something difficult for me to understand. I can assure you life in the Underdark, uh, familial relations are far more violent, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm pleased to hear that you have uh, this kind of camaraderie with your sister. Uh, hopefully I will get to meet her if she requests a massage. Um, the whole time, this conversation is obviously quite probing, but man this like it, like the tension is just oozing out of the muscles um and you actually feel more limber and after about an hour of this treatment yeah you come out of it feeling yeah just much more limber and light on your feet and lithe uh you uh, for the next 24 hours tarkle you will have advantage on initiative checks uh Ooh. and stealth checks oh cool so you're kind of feeling very light and ready for anything almost um, as that goes on. God, it's and like then, the Sims when you get a massage and then you're more creative for, for a day. Very mm. much so. Oh, uh, that's cool. To wrap, <laughs> to wrap things up, uh, we will just have uh, Clive, as you're making your way over to the halfling, uh, she will kind of look over and be like, yeah, yeah, come over and sit next to me, big lion guy. Yeah, come and sit here. Uh Hey, have you have you had one of these before? These these pedicure things? I've not. What's it do? Well, not much, but I would love to see those big murder mittens of yours painted up. I think they look great. I'll pay for it. I need something to entertain me. I'm so bored. I've been here for days now. Come on. Right, eh? we That's what I like. That's yeah yeah hey hey and she kind of clicks her fingers and a woman sat opposite her who's just basically waiting for another client she's just like give 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 my friend here one of you one of these one of these things that you do um and she slides some gold coins she pulls them out of a, an embroidered kind of like pouch um and just kind of slides them over the woman just nods silently and like nods her head and then she gestures clive to um there's like a choice you can either choose dark or bright what would you like bright bright uh she kind of looks at you hmm. looks at what you might like hmm. let's roll a d6 to see what clive gets a six. Oh, mm, lovely Ooh. oh she she kind of takes your giant paws and lays them on like this little bench where they're kind of hanging out and she kind of like brushes the fur away so she can get to the claws like these giant nails she kind of looks at them raises an eyebrow looks at like her clippers and things like that and then begins to get to work uh and starts like polishing them and filing them and then begins pulling out all these pigments and starts painting but the halfling starts immediately talking your ear off she's like so what are you doing here big guy where, where, where what what even are you what what i've never seen anything like you before you're the most interesting thing i've seen in days oh it's flattering of you my name's clave of the wild man i'm a 
Maleonian. Yeah, what an awesome name. <laughs> Clive of the Wild Mane. That's hey. awesome. This accent, I love it so much. I'm, uh, I'm Sanamin Sunfoot. Pleasure to meet you. And she kind of offers like a hand. She's kind of got like um like a you know an undercut, but it's all curly hobbit hair on top. So it's like this kind of curly fopped kind of like undercut uh, thing going on. Um, and cool. she looks like she's muscular. Like she underneath like this this little halfling body, she's got muscles and she's got scars. You know, her lip is almost like split in one section. Um, it, it looks look like, like one you... of her eyes might be fake. It looks like she's got like an artificial eye and she's got like a deep scar running down it. You look like you've seen a fight or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen a fight or two. I'm a, I'm a mercenary. I'm part of, the, part of the flaming fist. You ever heard of us? Can't say I have. What? You've never heard of the flaming fist? Clive, where have you been? Uh, Do you get to the Sword Coast much? Uh, no, typically I'm on a different plane of existence. What? <laughs> You're the best guy ever. Oh my God. Spider oh, gods. And then she will talk your ear off for the whole time it takes for Clive's nails to be beautifully painted with a blush rose base with delicate elven script of an elvish love poem rendered in real gold in a minuscule scale um, as it's delicately painted across his nails. And that <gasps> is where we end this week's episode. Oh my Nights gosh, of joy of joys. Awesome. <gasps> oh, I had a feeling that at least half of you would love this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> I can just imagine like this long claw in like rose and then this gold writing just down the side that's like it's and each love one. is a very so, like, splendid flower. <laughs> yeah, it's you read this whole love poem across oh the God. nails basically. Yeah. Probably um, more room on a on yeah. rather than a regular. Yeah, it's nail. like yeah. The, the lady doing it has to like stop and like has run out of space so she just starts doing like little gold roses in like the empty spaces because there's nothing else to put there Killer. Um, nice but that is where we're going to end this week thank you very much for joining us uh for this uh i think amazing start for season three very different tone tonal shift but um very very good uh you're making me you guys... miss the spa mark kind of making me miss it so bad Dude, listen i this is based entirely on my own desperate desire to go to a spa i love massages i love spas uh where, where i live in the uk we have bath spa which is a very famous roman bath nearby oh. I, it's amazing fully fully wish fulfillment when i wrote this adventure so um i'm glad you guys i'm glad you guys had fun with it and uh uh, I promise you uh, that if you want something a bit more action orientated, I mean, what could go wrong in a spa? What could go wrong? So you, Nothing. What could go wrong? Not like our wait. DM was rolling dice or anything. Nothing no. could go wrong. No. 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 But uh, yeah. Well, let's do some quick shout outs uh, and then we're going to wrap up this episode of Night's Evening Star. Cool. Who wants to go first? You go first. Yeah. Well, uh, that is unacceptable change of plans but sure um i'm mark humes you can check me out if you would like to see me do more dming which is kind of my whole thing that i do uh that is you can check me out on my DD show which is called high rollers DD uh that i've been running for a very long time now we've been doing five years we're in third year we're year three of our second campaign episode 117 it's epic level 15 they're they're literally doing star wars 
in D&D. It's very epic. Uh, come and watch that. That's on Sundays, twitch.tv forward slash high rollers D&D, 5 p.m. UK time, 9 a.m. Pacific. What a great way to start your Sunday. Uh, and then also just check me out on Sherlock underscore Humes on Twitter and, and Twitch and all that kind of good stuff. That's it for me. I'm going to tag Shady. Hi guys, I'm Shady Penguin. Uh, I do a lot of streaming on twitch.tv slash Shady Penguin Monday through Friday. I play video-based games. Uh, you can also catch me right now uh, on nights of Evening Star every Tuesday. And then uh, Thursday nights, uh, twitch.tv slash Brett Ultimus. We are in the end game of the Astral Academy, it feels like. At least I think we are. Uh, we're about to fight a giant space baby. So some pretty cool stuff. Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter. I tweet sometimes randomly, not really. I will tag Mika. Hi, uh, I am Mika Burton. You can find me everywhere at Mika Burton. Uh, everything I have coming up is NDA right now, but you can go to my other Instagram, which is at Mika Strides. I am leasing a seven-year-old thoroughbred named X-Man, and I'm doing a lot of horseback riding. So come follow my horse girl adventures. I bought him a pink saddle pad, and he looks like a regal gentleman. I'm going to tag Anna. Can attest does look like a regal gentleman. Pink is such a good color. Ah, I love oh wearing, wow, wearing, <laughs> wearing rose gold variants of things. Anyway, check out cantripbrand.com and you can find me anywhere at Anna Prosser, and you can find my dog at Happy Niski. And there are some really big things coming up for me. I will say that you should look for some really awesome streaming to happen on may 29th in support of saint jude oh you should uh yeah you should check that <laughs> out it's gonna be out. pretty darn awesome and also i will be on lots of i don't know i do lots of shows you'll you follow my social media you'll find it i don't know i tag nate hello cantripbrand.com i'm going to second that and also uh, head to natewantstobattle.com slash tour. Uh, I'm going on tour with a couple other cool music type people. We're hitting a bunch of major cities in the U.S. only. So if you go to the site, see a city you're close to, grab a ticket, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, I, I tag Mark again. What else you got Dang. going on? I got... I mean, that makes me think that I've forgotten to mention something, and now you've you've triggered intense anxiety about me failing on something. So <coughs> Quick, bail, bail, cut the stream, cut the stream, bail, bail, bail. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>